a 2-0 Vegas lead at the end of the first period. Orioles all over the Blue Jays, 10-2. Yankees and Mets now tied up at 6. It was uh, not a good day for Max Scherzer at all. No. Uh, Scott Max absolutely Backers up. like us, yeah, that did not did not work out well at all. Over six and a half strikeouts, not even close. He had two, two. and they pulled him. Yeah, gave up two dingers, too. Yes, he did. He does like to give up home runs, though. Did it a lot in Washington. Six earned runs. Not great for Mad Max. How about we... Uh, Here's no, the thing outs. that I don't think people realize. Crap. Uh, <laughs> we're going to now experience fast games like we are. Mm-hmm. However, pitchers like Max Scherzer... Jacob DeGrom, I know he's like somewhat young, but uh, just like Justin Verlander, these guys aren't going to last. You're not going to pay those guys $40 million a year because the pitch clock wears their little arms out. And so at the end of the day, you're either going to have to extend them in terms of time, but they just are throwing too hard and there's not enough time in between these pitches. I'm a little worried we don't see DeGrom again. Yeah, I am too. It's starting to feel that way. I mean, that's another Tommy John. That's another 18 Tommy months, John. give or take. Yeah. Maybe back by next year's postseason. So he's gone through that twice. He's gone through all the other litany of injuries that he's had. Sucks. It's getting to the Mets point. Mets have yeah. got to be happy that they didn't pick him up, but they did end up getting Verlander. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, Verlander's But at least Verlander's at the old. end of his career, yeah. So and at least he's only on that. a couple-year deal instead of whatever you were going to have to do for, yeah, the, for was Jake. It, was it like five, I think? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's... It sucks for Jake, though, because he had a chance to be the best pitcher of our generation. Yeah. I mean, I what I loved about him is he would get all fired up if he just gave up a double. Like, mm-hmm. he, it wouldn't even be like he got shelled, and he would just be, like, talking to himself on the mound and So intense off. out there, yeah. And he wasn't even their top pitching prospect. He was a shortstop when he was That's drafted. Right. And right. I remember reading, like, the, the hot stove reports, and it's like, actually... You know, we're most pleased with uh, on the mound with our shortstop, actually. This kid, Jacob DeGrom. And then he ended up being <laughs> a stud. How did he end up going from shortstop to pitching? Well, like a lot of guys, so like growing up, you know, a lot of pitchers, a lot of the guys um, that like pitch when they're young, usually like they're coached by their dads or they're throwing a bunch of innings. Like I remember like kids like throwing off-speed pitches and curveballs in like eighth grade and freshman year of high school, and those kids burned out their arms by the time they got to college. Whereas like a lot of the better pitchers don't don't start pitching until later on in their life, or they're just throwing fastballs, or they're throwing two or three different pitches. You don't want to be throwing like five or six pitches. I mean, it works out for some guys, um, but some it doesn't. It's it just doesn't feel like this is going to be a situation where he ever comes out of it. Like like uh, Steven Strasburg. We haven't yeah. seen Strasburg since he won World Series. I don't think he's going to play baseball ever again. I feel like he's not going to either. We haven't seen him in years. It's been three years. They, they shut him down during the pandemic season. 2021, 2022, 2023. Yeah. just haven't seen him at yeah. all. You see this, though. Like, Mark Pryor had one awesome year with the Cubs, then yep. completely fell apart. Now, that's a great example of, like, so... That was when it was like two really good examples because Kerry Wood was like a hardball thrower, obviously, yeah. through smoke. And he just did not have very good mechanics and he just broke down. Whereas prior, I mean, there's a lot of like theories out there because his calves were this big and he was just like huge. Like maybe he was possibly juicing. It was that era. But also, like, he was one of those guys, though, that pitched for his dad his entire life and was probably, you know, throwing crazy amounts of innings. Like, like back in the day, like at those showcase tournaments, there would be like, pitch there would be like inning limits you know what i mean but it would be an entire weekend and it would be like 20 and a half so you'd have your like best pitcher either close a game or start a game go like four innings and then you'd throw them the next day i always thought that was so crazy on, yeah on kids i was looking to i wanted to see what the last strasburg news was severe nerve damage a week ago i thought it was recently so yeah wow they've been talking about that for years with him 
So yeah, sometimes look, this is that's sad. It's it, it's look, it's tough. There there are. I mean, we've seen it all across sports. I mean, I remember Brandon Roy for your Portland Trailblazers. Man, those knee and issues. No knees. Just you, Greg Oden. I mean, same thing for you guys. Unfortunately, you've had a couple of them. You know, but most teams have, right? Like Sam there, Bowie. Sam Bowie. There are players that just. There are teams that just. just yeah, that's true. You could add Michael Jordan, but see, you know, there are teams yeah. that just. You had Clyde Drexler though. Never so quite never, really make the never. right decision. And that's look. That's the risk that you obviously take when you sign guys to big deals in any sport. I mean, there's there's not as many in the NBA like big names that it's not like 2010 that are hitting free agency this off season. But there's a lot of names that certainly could be available, whether it's free agency or trade, that can make a huge difference. I mean, Kyrie Irving's one of the big ones. Fred Van Vliet. I think Fred Van Vliet is a great fit for the Clippers, for yeah. the Suns, for the Celtics, for any of the, for like, the any magic. Team. I mean, like, yes, our magic. Mm-hmm. Or our magic. But that, if if I'm a team that needs a guard, like, that's the first guy I want is Fred Van Vliet. Not Kyrie Irving, not Max Struess, not D'Angelo Russell. I want Fred Van Vliet. I don't Same. even know if Ky- Kelly Oubre should be on this list. I know that. <laughs> I know that. I love Kelly Oubre. How dare you? Is he a notable free agent? I don't know. Is Mason Plumley notable? Uh, Uber's gotten. I mean, he's got. He's been getting buckets down there. He gets bucket like meaningless buckets. Hey, he's still getting buckets. Yeah, you know I mean, still like getting those no such thing. Yeah, he's <laughs> a guy that's the seventh man uh, in your rotation. Um, Dylan Brooks is interesting. Jeremy Grant is very interesting. But I think I think you're right. The number one player to watch and to see where he ends up going is Fred Van Fleet. And then in the trade market, what happens to Bradley Beal? I think Bradley Beal would be very amenable to go to Miami. He wanted to go to Miami before he decided he would rather make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So one year after the deal gets done, he can get that trade happening. He likes it there. That would be a good fit for Bradley Beal. It would be. Philadelphia is the other team that gets thrown around. They're a piece away, I think, from being at least a contender, a a serious Eastern Conference threat year to year to year. Now, I know they went twice in three years, but both times it was quite surprising. Yes. The year that they were a number one seed, they were very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with Bradley Beal, that that would take. We talked about this earlier on the show. That would take a lot of pressure off of Jimmy Butler, especially in the regular season, right? Because now you can get Bradley Beal helping you to remain somewhere in the upper echelon of the East. Beal has his own injury his- history, though, too. I think he likes to sit out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. I don't know yeah. if he's ever really injured. I think injured. a lot of guys in the NBA like to sit out during the regular season. I think yeah. they like the extra nights off, you know? Would you rather have Beal than Tyler Hero, though? Because I feel like I'd rather have Tyler Hero. I think I'd rather have Beal. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I could do that. I, I just worry For the money? Beal's... Just because of the money? Yeah, because of the money. And I just... Uh, you know what, though? I mean, Beal's not that old, man. No, he's not. He hasn't but really I played a whole the, lot the last I worry about the career either. arc with him. Like, yeah. are we at the point now where we've already seen peak Bradley Beal? And I would argue that That's we have. That's a fair question. He led the league in scoring a few years ago, averaged 30 a game. Guy would had a couple of years where he was. Wait, I was thought it was 2-0. These are highlights. It is. It is. Oh. It's first it's intermission. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, thank God. I, still I, got, I got nervous there, too, though. <laughs> the it still alive. very quickly. The under's still alive. Thank God. I mean, yeah, look, Miami reportedly made a trade offer for Kyrie Irving before the deadline. Isn't that fascinating? I, I again I just I, I wish we could see what the de- what the, what it actually was cuz now Windhorse is out there saying like they're going to go star hunting, keeping an eye on star players who might want to trade. They're going to be the ones to go and do it. Miami's going to be aggressive this offseason. They're not going to just rest on what they did. What about a sign and trade yeah. for James Harden? No, see I I would rather have Hero Beal. I, I don't want James Harden though. 
I don't want a guy that says at this point I want my basketball freedom. That's, that's facts. That's facts. He doesn't fit there. He doesn't fit there. No, he doesn't fit there. That's what I mean. I don't think Kyrie does either with that. Then I think Kyrie would actually be a decent fit. I think him and Jimmy would like to play together. And then you have Bam. Yeah, I actually do like that fit, to be honest with you, because that's what Miami needs. They need a guy that could get buckets, and I do like Kyrie more than I like. And can shoot from three. Yeah, and he can create his own shot, and that's what Kyrie can do. Um, you think of the pick-and-roll game with Bam. Think you can about still that run the last, offense through Bam. Think, I, I would like that, actually. Think about that last 30 seconds of last night's game and how rough it was because there was only two guys that you could really call on in primetime mm-hmm. yeah. moments to get a yeah. bucket, and then think about having Kyrie there. Yeah, I, I think what Miami really needs is a big, though. I mean, last think so? night. Yeah, I mean, last night they threw Zeller out there to start the fourth quarter. He played one minute, got absolutely cooked, and Spo immediately took him out. I think they needed another big. They need like a Stephen Adams. Although Steven Adams that would be, would be great, a really good fit. Great in Miami. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they needed that though because they were in the finals against the best team in the West, who is the right. Denver Nuggets, who has the best center to ever play the right. game. So in the East, that's that, why I'm like, do they the really? East, though you got Embiid, who you know who they should trade for is Jared Allen. I would love that. I would like Jared Allen there. But I don't know that Cleveland would do that. Do you think so? I've heard that they want or need or feel like they want or need to trade uh, or split up those two bigs. They want another Tyler wing. Hero yeah. would be really interesting in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, that actually would be a good fit. You'd have yourself another shooter, which they could use. You've got one big already if you keep Mobley. Cleveland. They get a lot smaller. I mean, he would have to play undersized, right? Because yeah. you got Garland, Mitchell, and right. uh, and then Hero. Hero's not really a three. If I mean, if Hero's starting, unless they want to keep him as a six man. That would be interesting. It might be what they do. You know, because Karis LeVert's also a free agent. So that's going to be somebody. Karis that... LeVert in Miami as like a Victor Oladipo role wouldn't mm-hmm. be horrible. See, there's a lot of players here. We throw around these names. There's a lot of players that, like, they're not game changers. We're not sitting here. There's yeah. no LeBron sweepstakes. There's no Mello. None of these, these years we've had in free agency in the past. But we do have a lot of players that fit on a lot of different teams. There's not many odds out for, there's Russell Westbrook odds, Chris Paul odds, Dylan Brooks. Jesus. Uh, the Clippers. I know. There's, <laughs> the heavy favorites are, are still like the Clippers. Of broken for, dreams. I know, it is. I mean, it's, it's just age. It's just guys that have aged out at this point. Dylan Brooks, though. Houston's the heavy favorite to sign him at plus 150. Wow. Oh, I, I don't know, man. Wow. That Ime seems like Doka. a... Now they, do, now, they do need somebody that can play some damn defense there. Yep. So that part makes sense. Wow. I, it's... it's, it's uh, man. Wow. Like, Dylan Brooks, this season just really made me, like, lose all yeah. faith oh, and gosh. all respect Same. for him. But I really so liked awful. Dylan Brooks oh. in college as a player. Yeah. Um, Brooke Lopez would be one of my like number one, number two guys yeah, to go man. after. Like two years ago, he looked washed. He couldn't. He barely played. And then Defensive this year, player of the year, this year had a resurgence. He was great this year, actually. Brooke Lopez. I think Milwaukee. Needs- oh, oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Riz. The oh no. It's Volpe again. Volpe He's dropping routine oh, no. fly balls. I, hate I don't baseball. know if it was. It wasn't routine. It oh wasn't. My God. It wasn't that. My routine. son makes that catch no, at Little doesn't. League. I mean, I want to know. I don't get to go to the games. Harrison Barnes, I want to touch with a ten foot pole. Dylan Brooks. I didn't no. even know your son did Little League, considering that you it, like if a tree falls and we don't see it, does it ever happen? No, I'll show you some at bats. I'll have my wife send them to you guys too. All right, cool. Jeremy Grant, yes, I would. Uh, Kyrie, absolutely, would give my next born son for him. Karis LeVert, no. Brooke Lopez, maybe. Kelly Oubre, one in touch. Mason Plumley is in the league still, Jesus. Pertle, Jakob Pertle, I'm good on. No, Jakob Pertle actually was really good when he went back to Toronto. That's a big I'd want in free agency. D'Angelo Russell still still shooting. 
<laughs> shooting right now. He's still in the gym right the second. Where does like where do some of these guys end up though? Max Struess. Max Struess. I think I think Struess stays in Miami. He may have cost himself the bag though in he, the finals. Yeah, he was really well, inconsistent. Night, I guess. I mean, Russell Westbrook. God, he shot the ball really poorly. Westbrook, I think, just goes back to the Clippers. It's the only place that wants him, and he had his moments wow. in the playoffs. So I'd see Westbrook going back there. What about your guy Vooch? Oh God! Well, the Bulls are extending. Him. I know. No. He's going to be still in Chicago. No, that's that's forever. the dumbest team in the league right there. There's some domestics that have uh, next team odds for these players. Thanks. Shout out to Scott for putting this up. Chris Paul next team odds per uh, another domestic. L.A. Lakers plus three hundred. Yeah, yeah. He goes. I kind of love that plus three hundred. Finally ends up going there. Dylan Dylan Brooks next team odds Dallas, which I think would be incredible, plus seven hundred. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like he's the Houston's the heavy favorite there. Imagine Dylan Brooks in 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 Dallas though. Yeah, and Luca, incredible team. They they need somebody that can defend. How is Christian Wood a free agent? He he's going to be on a different team every <laughs> God, he year. Stinks. This guy had so much. There was so much around him when he hit free agency the first time, and yeah. now he's just bounced from team to team. It's weird because like when he was with the Milwaukee Herd or the Wisconsin Herd, yeah. the G League team, every night he was averaging or he was putting up like thirty and twenty. And I was like, why don't the Bucks bring up Christian Wood? Like they need to back up big. And that's the year that they went out and got Pau Gasol. Yes, you know, eight years too late, and Miritich in the same season. And uh, it's starting to make sense, though, because he's going to be – I feel like he's going to be on a new team every single season, or he's going to be, like, the guy that we bring up at the trade deadline. John Collins. Another, like, is John Collins – is this the offseason where maybe God, he gets – I hope him. so. They have to trade him. I'm tired of hearing about him being in, in trade rumors. Like, you know what? Maybe he goes to Miami. Like, maybe that – maybe there you go. You, get, you know what? Trey Young and John Collins to Miami for – Okay, they really have nothing to give back, I guess. See, that's what I said. I don't know what Miami can do. Pat Riley's going to do something He'll big. He'll figure it He'll out. He'll get creative. It, it's going to have to be Riley. three and four team trades are what makes this stuff happen again. Nobody thought there was a chance he could get Jimmy Butler. They worked it out. Yeah. Nobody thought they get Kyle Lowry. They figured it out. Like, you make sign and trades happen. You do what you need to do. That's what the really good organizations do. They either draft well and they can you know, identify young talent or they go out and their backs are against the wall. They've committed a bunch of money and they still find ways to make it work. Yeah, and I think that's what they'll do. I think either Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan probably gets moved by the deadline. I don't think it'll be before the season, but I don't think the Bulls DeMar are DeMar DeRozan be... would be a good fit in Miami. Miami. Actually, yeah, Los that would Angeles. be a good spot for yeah. they, need a, they need somebody to play that, too, I anyway. I don't know there's so. a bad fit for him. I thought him and Zach together were going to be a bad fit. In the year one, year one, like before Lonzo got hurt, it was actually a great fit. Problem with the Bulls, they don't have a point guard. They don't have anybody that could get him, within their off, get him in the offense. Uh, so I think one of those guys get moved. I don't know why you would extend Vooch. Like, I think he'd be a decent fit. Nice little piece on many teams. Just not a team that's going to win 43 games. Right. He actually had a good year. Uh, defensively, he improved. Yeah, he rebounded the basketball. He can pick a pop. He's still a Billy Donovan coaching. That's all. Right. Great defensive coach. So. <laughs> There's always that, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the national title. We got runners on second and third right now. Yankees and Mets tied up at six. This game is taking years off my life. It is. I need it to just. It's a lot. Uh,